0: To the Mental Health Boot Camp Podcast. Woo! This is a podcast where four psychotherapists, three of us Canadian, one of us American, serve you cutting edge mental health knowledge. I'm Dr. Ryan House, a clinical psychologist from Pasadena, California,
1: and I'm Dr. Brooke Lewis, a registered clinical counselor from the Greater Vancouver area, and I do not have a fancy hat.
2: And I'm Joanna Boyd, also a clinical counselor from Port Moody. I'm
3: Chris Boyd, psychotherapist from Coquitlam.
2: Hooray. Well done. And this is Bear. This is Bear. For those listening, Bear Bear, is a little dog.
1: Yeah. Bear is a
0: white dog that's sitting next to Chris.
2: So I said hello, very
1: welcoming, and Bear thought somebody was coming to the house. Oh. And now she's giving up and is going to take a nap.
0: There we go. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm still pleased fortunate to be a resident uh, temporary resident of Canada until tomorrow at least and uh, so thrilled to be able to do a second uh, podcast here indeed in person
1: yep Ryan's been here for a few nights.
0: I have and we've had we've had good experiences a lot of walking <laughs> a lot of lot of uh, <laughs> Hanging out with people, eating good food, uh, seeing beautiful sights. Singing and, karaoke. And singing karaoke. Did a little karaoke singing last night, which was a lot of fun. The, the karaoke scene is, uh, I guess, untapped. It's maybe bigger than you might think up here. But sure. uh, I think there's a lot more to explore. Yep. Uh, but I was also given a few different challenges yes. uh, when I came here.
1: So we were gonna create like a bingo, like a Canadian bingo for Ryan um, or for everyone. And then we would just make it so Ryan wins because that's what Canadians do. And then he would win a prize of Canadian snacks that they don't have in the States, but didn't get our act together. So we just kind of spitballed a little list, nothing formal. So what were some of the things that we were gonna get you to do, Ryan? The Canadian checklist.
0: A big one was uh, to say sor- sorry, not sorry, but sorry, to ten people, right? Yeah, yeah. To at least ten people, and and a big part of, of the apologizing here, as I've learned, I'm just trying to soak in the culture, is it's it's okay, and in fact encouraged to apologize for things that are actually not your fault. So if someone bumps into you, then saying "Oh, sorry" is actually quite all right. It's the thing to That's do. That's appropriate. Right? Yeah. you don't
2: really think about it you just yeah i feel like we oh, feel sorry. like it's up to uh, yeah
0: oh, sorry oh, well, you stepped on my, sorry you you took my place in line sorry you know it's true
1: but so, there would be yeah. no you statement you just say sorry
0: no no you, you stepped in you no. bumped into me buddy you know that's a very american
3: thing to do like Wait.
0: back off yeah you know, no.
3: we're done so down at this uh concert that we mentioned in the last podcast yeah. in this busy beer garden so Ryan was trying it out, right? So I think uh, you were like two for seven for proper use of sorry. I tried working on it. So someone's like, hey, how are you? He's like, sorry. I'm like, no, that's not quite it. That's not it. <laughs> um, but the first time you nailed it, someone bumped into you, bumped your arm.
0: Yes. And, and my arm up on the, on the chair next to me and someone was walking by, I bumped my arm. And you said, sorry. And I said, sorry. And they said, sorry. And then, yeah, was got your first. it's a true
2: exchange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so it was great Canadian for a day that was wonderful yeah the second is an interesting one that uh seems to be kind of popular up here which is called the Canadian standoff
1: or that's the name that we gave it I don't know what it's actually called okay and this is when um you're in line for something or you're about to get in line or like go through a door and somebody's arriving at the same time so not in a car it's you and another person in person and then it's the 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 gesture of trying to get the other person to go first so you say oh please you go and then they say no no you go and you say no you go I mean please go and then they go you go and it goes back and forth until somebody just shamefully puts their head down and says oh thank you and uh carries on
0: <laughs> they shamefully
1: <laughs> shamefully accept. say
0: thank you they oh I have, thank
2: well, you I'll oh, go oh yeah well, no yeah yeah whether it's shame or you're just like oh like okay well oh, thank you so much like, but yeah. but your head drops and you put your
1: hand up to say thank you and you say thank you so then I was telling Ryan on the list that it would be great if he had the experience of making sure the other person went first and the experience of him going first but then we were debating so if it were like a win-lose a Canadian standoff what one is actually the winner
2: and Joanna what I did think, you think I think it well again, never really ever considered no. this a thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so this
2: is, if someone said it was a Canadian standoff, I wouldn't know. So, but this is, I would think you're you're winning if, yeah, you, you kind of held person. your ground and the other person went. I agree. Yeah.
1: I agree. Now, Ryan, if I had asked you before we explain that, what would you consider winning?
0: Uh, I mean, my, my American programming says if you get to go first, you won. You right. know, Oh, I'm sorry. You go first. Oh, you go first. Okay. Boom. I'm in there. You yeah. know?
3: So, Ryan accomplished that very quickly. <laughs> that sense of winning. Yeah. I, I, I understood like, that one. The Seventeen one. times. Yeah. Like Ryan, you have to do the other, the other part. You have to let the other
0: person go first. Okay. Kind of trying to drill this in. This yeah. Is good.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: This, these are all little, little quirky things that I think are very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I ate uh, ketchup potato chips. Yeah. So ketchup flavored potato chips. Ketchupy. Which they're very ketchupy. And I guess that's a Canadian delicacy.
2: Yeah. It might sound gross, but they're quite delicious. They are.
0: They're very good. They're very, they're very good. If if uh Americans listening, if you want to know what they taste like, take a potato chip and dip it in ketchup, and that's it. But that's it's really it it wouldn't be
2: because no. then it would be soggy. Yeah. It wouldn't have a crunchy chip.
3: Oh, okay. it's Very tangy, isn't
2: yeah. it? Yeah, almost like an all dressy, but but they don't less have all dress. Them.
0: Oh,
2: you haven't had all dress chips.
3: Oh, well, what's all? All dress. Dressed. Oh,
2: it's
0: like a mix of everything. That's a staple up here. Yeah. But,
2: okay, we'll have to get that today. It's like an
0: everything bagel, but uh,
2: yeah, got, yeah. just so all, all dress seasoning. yeah.
0: All the seasonings. So you got ranch, and you've got, you got know, like don't know barbecue, and everything. like
2: yeah, oh. ship, I, I think it's vinegar. vinegar so oh, it's, they're, they're good and all that equates a flavor well, so it's we'll called all dressed we'll get
1: you some yeah. oh
0: my gosh how did we miss this I
2: know.
0: and do? you
1: had a coffee crisp cake so you know you've never had a coffee crisp candy chocolate co- bar, Choco bar. i've not so now he knows the flavor without having the chocolate bar.
0: coffee crisp it's like a crunchy kind of like an oreo sort of a consistency that's like that i right? think it's way for you
2: like a kit kat
0: okay a kit but kat. bigger
2: and just more coffee flavor
3: and okay. Okay. you yeah, had a uh, Caesar
2: And you had a Caesar
3: I did have a Caesar Not a
0: Caesar salad With romaine lettuce and croutons And anchovy dressing You, no, have have that. That.
2: you did you have, have that last night I had, did have that too
0: yeah. I did have a Caesar salad But <laughs> yeah. Caesar up here Is actually like our Bloody Mary In the United States But instead of straight up tomato sauce It is
3: uh so Yes, clamato, clamato. Which uh, is basically tomato juice with clam in it. Tomato juice with clam it in it.
2: really <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. But it works.
3: Because someone came
0: to Canada and was like, I'd like a bloody Mary, but there's something that's missing. And I think that's the clam. <laughs> clam <juice. laughs> Because bloody Mary needs a little more clam in it. So And
1: pickled vegetables, right? So do oh, bloody Marys yeah. typically have like Pickled beans or pickled or asparagus olives or, or, or olives
0: or olives. yeah, sometimes those will be oh, in there. Okay. But but it, but yeah, I know you make a much bigger show of that because sometimes yeah. you'll have a whole. Like, there are some restaurants
2: that have like a burger and like everything on this.
0: On stick. the top yeah. of the Caesar, so but, it's cultural differences are are real.
2: Yeah, Yep. Yeah.
0: they're fun.
1: So um, we've picked another book.
0: Yes. After
1: much deliberation. We
0: should talk about that, right? I don't
1: even know. I don't know the author's name. It's called Good Morning Monsters by. Oh. Good morning monster. Monsters.
0: Girl. Good morning monster.
1: Singular. Uh,
0: by Catherine Gildener. Catherine Gildener. Uh, and it is a story uh it's a book written by a therapist who's has many years of uh experience in the field she's a canadian therapist from toronto actually and uh she's telling stories about five very impactful uh clients that she's had in her life in her career and they're of course you know kept confidential they're de-identified you know but they're very, five very impactful stories that she's telling about uh, what she calls heroes, therapeutic heroes, people who've been through a tremendous amount and were somehow able, able to overcome because of their own resilience and through some of the help of the therapy. And uh, it's very inspiring stuff. I, uh, I just finished it myself and convinced these guys to read it. And I think you're going to like it. It's really, really interesting. If you like storytelling, if you like inspiration, this is a good way to go great sounds good
1: look forward to it
0: yes good morning monster pick it up at your bookstore today uh okay so with that having been said we get to have a regular old podcast here
1: with an ambush
0: with an ambush yes so who's ambushing today
1: this would be me yeah so the ambush for people who this is their first podcast Yes, is one of us knows the topic and three of us don't today. That is Joanna knows the topic and she is going to send it over to Ryan.
0: Oftentimes they would have to send it across the border all the way down to California, but I'm across the room right now. So, so
1: still sending via text message, save the paper, I guess. And uh, Ryan's going to read it out and uh, we're going to have a discussion. All right. Here comes, Ryan. Sleep hygiene part four. (laughs) Okay. Toxic masculinity.
0: Here we go. You ready, you guys? Yeah, let's do it. (sighs) Small talk. What is it? Why do we do it? Can or should we get better at it? Right, is this something to improve? How can we change a conversation from small talk to something more meaningful? that's it
1: well we were just small talking about that not really we were talking about that but we were just small talking we were yeah. bantering
2: that was small talk right
0: i'll tell you uh, this is a topic joe tell me why you like this topic. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh when this thought came to me how did you come up <laughs> with this topic? yeah <laughs> it just was come from you know it just came to me earlier today and uh what jumped out in the, amongst all the other topics that were just out there um, was I tend to think of small talk as a bit of a struggle. And I have a bit of a when I think of small talk, I don't necessarily always think highly of it. And in thinking about the questions that Ryan just read out about it, and thinking a bit more about it. Um, yeah, I think it's I'm just curious what everyone else thinks about it and if there's a way for it to be positive or if it is positive and if it could be useful and when it is actually helpful to us. So I just, um, when I think of having a small talk with people, I'm like, uh, but I don't know why that is or why that's energy sucking for me, but maybe it depends on who I'm talking to, what the context is, et cetera. But I just thought it was a bit, a conversation worth having. I was curious about that when right before you said it, like, does it
1: matter if you were to think about like um maybe a small gathering so we we had a gathering this weekend Mm -hmm. um of people that joanna know very well and there's enough people that i don't know if you're able to get into deep conversations maybe a few Mm -hmm. but it was probably a lot of small, small 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 talk and i probably felt fine yeah or at other gatherings larger gatherings Mm -hmm. or before case consults versus Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's um a situation where there's more people that you don't know as well
2: and well, I think it's important to maybe define what small talk even is, what we think small talk is. Is small talk, the start of a conversation. Is it the initiation of a conversation with someone? Because everything just doesn't go into what was what, not small talk, deep conversation. So I don't know, I think we need to define some things here as well. But what are your thoughts there, Ryan? What interests you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think of this I I speak about this with clients often um, because it's an interesting phenomenon because sometimes clients will get into therapy and they start talking about the things we talk about in therapy, which are personal and intimate and significant. And they really kind of like that. Some of them really kind of take to that and they're like, oh, wow, I really enjoy speaking on this very real authentic kind of level. And then, Sometimes they'll go into the, the rest of the world and be at a party, and someone's like, "Hey, tell me about the weather, or what do you think about this little thing on TikTok?" And they're like, "Ugh, I can't even do it because it's like I'm so, I, 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 it feels like worthless at times to them. Like, what's what's the use in just talking about hollow, hollow superficial stuff when there's so much more meaningful stuff to talk about?" And so there's some people who are like, I can't do, I can't do small talk because it just annoys me. Some people find it very anxiety provoking to to think of think of things to talk about. You know, but you're kind of on stage, you got to perform and like
3: uh, keep the conversation going.
0: Keep the conversation going. Keep it keep it moving along.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah, it's, it's a it's a and and then again, there are a lot of people who are also really good at it. And that's, that's like the way that they connect. That's the way that they form new relationships. It's like, Hey, superficial topics, you know, at the first, at the, at the beginning. And then, then eventually they might deepen things a little bit and Mm -hmm. they feel more comfortable with the small talk. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's an interesting topic. Good one, Joe.
1: I think it's a, an important thing that people do. Like, I, I think it's an important skill to have, right? Because you don't always have time for a deep conversation. True. Like yeah. you might just be having a short visit or it might not be the right context mm-hmm. to have that deep conversation, um, pending on who else is in the room or um, small talk, I feel like is typically um, easier topics to talk about just in general. So, and people can often have an opinion or a thought or can contribute to that topic. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't exclude anyone in the room as well. So it's something that we all share, right? So Mm -hmm. talking about the weather, everyone can comment on it. Sure. Right. Um, But I think it's also a way that people, it's like a safety thing. Like you can test the waters with someone and their their sense of humor and how they respond. And uh, and if it's going well, then you maybe ask a little bit of a more personal or a deeper conversation question. And then that relationship
2: can build. But Mm -hmm. I, I see small talk as a way to, test the waters yeah. with someone like dip into these topics. Cause like you could dip into more serious topics, but it might just not be yeah. a long time to do it
3: or sure. yeah. the
2: setting for it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Along the same lines, I think small talk um, think serves important. a purpose. It's important. It creates connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. And when it comes to communication and connection, it's not just about the topics per se or the depth of those topics is, you know, face-to-face you're listening mm-hmm. and you're, to work's point sensing. The, how the person's like, you're learning uh, about their preferences, right? Mm-hmm. So you can have small talk and still feel very connected to someone um, in a very authentic way, which I think mm-hmm. is really great. And uh, also, you can't just delve into a deep conversation when you're in the elevator or before a meeting begins or whatever that might be, because that can be uncomfortable as well. Mm-hmm. Someone delves into something deeper and you go, oh, I, you know, I'm sorry, we don't have the time to really yeah. get into this. So I can be a uh, uncomfortable too so mm-hmm. i guess serves a purpose i think the ultimate goal though is to potentially deepen those conversations perhaps
4: mm-hmm.
3: so um <laughs> it can be a little problematic if uh maybe all you do is have small talk with family members or friends you're not getting beyond that maybe it works that person i don't know you're I laughing because
0: i'm thinking about the fact that like in 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 la it's even become kind of a cliche. I think it was even like spoofed on Saturday Night Live at one point, but people talking about traffic is something that's yeah. very small talk and it can, everyone kind of wants to do it, but it's also kind of annoying. Like, yeah. oh, I had to go to the West Side. You know, I'm in Pasadena, I had to go to the West Side. So I took the 110 and then I got off on the five and then I went over the, the 10, and then I had to take. Coanga or whatever these, you know, people love to talk about their travel routes and like how they get in oh, places. Oh,
1: it's the weather here. That's the, the weather here. Yeah.
0: So it's changing. Which is, and people understand it, and there's kind of like a, you know, a nodding agreement like, oh yeah, I understand how bad the traffic is, but it's not intimate, it's not really all that personal and it's kind of tedious as well. you know. However,
1: but that person shared part of their day with you.
3: They did share part of their day. And they got the conversation going. It's an icebreaker.
0: It, it's also it's yeah, sharing icebreaker. a commonality. So yeah. I think what's the fir- the purpose and function of small talk is kind of establishing a common ground. Yeah. Like, hey, we, all, we both get traffic. We both get weather. We both get, uh, did you see Top Gun or whatever that might be, yeah. some sort of a common ground that we can kind of start from a
1: bit of an icebreaker right yeah because then that conversation goes oh yeah i took that route the other day and Mm -hmm. there was whatever restaurant have you been there before and then oh now we have another shared thing and whatever it might Mm -hmm. be right like there's i think it can always go somewhere it just starts the domino yeah
2: so i think it could create it's important for first impressions it could be important for lasting impressions because these little moments could be quite yeah, depending, you know, small but meaningful in in their own ways or could make a mark, right? People networking, it's probably gonna help people yeah. who need to network for a living and meet people and yeah. chat in those little one-to-one conversations, right? So can lower
3: some stress too. Yeah. Like if you're, you want to connect with someone and want to get that conversation mm-hmm. going, once you get rolling a bit, that hopefully things out and stress goes down a little bit. You have to be a bit creative, probably. It helps you
2: maybe think more on the spot.
3: Yeah. So I can I can see how people. Maybe don't like small talk because it's again uh, can seem can come across as kind of hollow, or you don't know what to say next, and that can become kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, I do have some clients. I do have people I know, friends, that really don't like small talk. Mm-hmm. They want to avoid it um, at all costs, right? Why? What's painful about small talk? Do you think? They think it's uh, not, painful. Or? Not authentic. They think it's a waste of time. They mm-hmm. think it's. They want to talk about real things with real people and not talk about surface level faky things.
1: But those, you're not going to have that conversation without safety and safety is not going to come without getting to know that person. So it's, it's really a, great, a really great opportunity. I, I understand that lots of people. Yeah. Um, no, Mention uh, this, like it, that small talk is really difficult, but I, yeah, it's kind of necessary.
2: Yeah. I think it like for me and I kind of started at the beginning saying that I have a bit of a, a, uh, some more difficult thoughts with it, but when I think about that, it's um, like I have small talk with people close to me, and because not every conversation is going to be a deep one. Um, but I think about if I had to go to a party, and there might not be people I've seen in a long time. And I think what plays a role is if I'm tired, if I don't have a lot of energy. And I think sometimes the awkwardness comes from me is we're kind of just talking because we have to talk. Like we kind of bumped into each other, and we're just trying to find something to talk about. Like mm. it's like oh now we gotta it's like two people come and all three of us are talking one person leaves now it's just you and the other person and you're like so like how was that trip you took yeah, saw it yeah, on instagram kind of and yeah. but you're not like other than that party once a year we don't have any relationship outside of it like it's yeah. just so yeah so those moments i'm like but then sometimes they're really enjoyable and it's yeah. great so i think what what increased that for me was after covid or well i know we're still in this covid uh, endemic area of it but uh a lot of people you haven't seen in a long time. And when mm. you're just like,
3: oh yeah, this is what it's like to <laughs> like how are things. And we're just down, we ran into a bunch of people. Yeah, we knew. Yeah. At this oh, event nice in Poor Moody. And uh, hey, what's new with you? Well, yeah. you know, what do you see you talk about? You say, well, the pandemic or yeah. work and re-engaging, but it's this pre-service level stuff. So okay. That's
0: that's that's not to be we don't need to we, we shouldn't underestimate that because that's a big deal, yeah. right? You've got you've got a year or two years worth of material. Yeah. You've had a lot of highs and lows yeah, and yeah. tragics and heartaches and all that stuff. Yeah. How do you contain and it? <laughs> when someone says to you, Hey, how you been? You know, that you've got okay, I've got a, a sentence and a half or got whatever. An elevator uh,
2: speech. An or... elevator
0: speech. And that is a that's a hard thing. That's hard work in that moment. Yeah. To be like, well. And then and you're also assessing, like, how much do I want to disclose to this person? Yes. You know, how close are we? How safe are you? Is this going to really improve our relationship or not? Is, this, is, it, is it important for me to invest that much? You know, mm-hmm. so you could do something very superficial. Oh, it's been great. It's been ups and downs. How are you? You know, turn it back around to the other person.
4: Yeah.
0: Or you can be like, gosh, it's really been hard and I've really struggled. And, and let me tell you about the difficult times I've had over the last couple mm-hmm. years. You could go there. But I guess
3: that would be still small talk? Well, you'd
0: be pulling it down into a a deeper talk, a deeper thing. But that's, I guess, the work of that is all of that assessment that you're doing in that moment. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, what do I want to share? How important is this relationship? Do I really want to go there? Yeah, that's true. It's tough.
1: And I find another piece of small talk or a part that I have a big, problem with or is very difficult for me is when do you end it mm-hmm. so just thinking about these yeah if you're at, at a, a party, party yeah. and you're it's the person you haven't seen in a year you still like this person you yeah, care totally. about this person but the conversation like you're kind of pulling at straws to keep it going yeah. nothing's really and then you don't want to seem rude or disrespectful so you can't just be like well
2: bye it's like, usually okay oh, get a oh, drink gotta, yeah. gotta yeah. go to the drink. bathroom yeah. oh there's that i don't know yeah why Excuse you have me? to be so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's
1: it's super, you feel yeah. like you're abandoning the person, yeah. right? Okay, and you're it. like, now who are they
2: gonna talk to? Or yeah. it's good to see you. Yeah. yeah. So maybe see you later. Yeah. I'm or
0: on. I'm gonna take a lap. You ever heard that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like that's I, I was just at a uh, my my professional organization, like the, the local psychology group in my town had had their first meeting in a couple years. Uh like they have like an annual celebration thing. We did that. And I found myself in that very situation, like, OK, I'm talking with you, but I'm not going to spend the next three hours talking just to you. There's there is that moment of how do I cut this off and move on, kind of wait for an, like a natural ending to this topic and then say, hey, have a great time. I'm going to go you know, see some other folks. Great to see you. I'm great to see you. I'm going to take a lap. You know? Yeah, but that's again, it's work. It's and, a bit of work. Yeah,
1: and especially a um, muscle
0: I haven't flexed in a long time.
1: If it, in that situation, if there is like, I don't know, if this is a work thing and there's a hundred people or two hundred people, yeah. that's easy to do. But if this is a small house party, you're gathering of twenty or thirty people, they're like that. That's a little bit more awkward, right? Sure, because you're still like on the same, like in the same room
0: okay. together. Yeah. Well, we're highlighting how this is this is challenging. This is
2: and some people might just really like that like harder conversation or small talk. Like, you know, they don't have a problem with it. They yeah. can chat people's ears off all the time. But and again, but where does it switch switch into not small talk?
0: Do you think there's an introvert extrovert thing here?
2: Yeah, could play a role, people's comfort level of if they want to even be socializing at all. And then sure. you know that might be tiring in itself, whether it's going to be deep conversation or not. Yeah. So typically,
1: introverts want deeper conversation. Yeah, fewer right? conversations. Yeah. yeah. Fewer, deeper. Extroverts are okay having that more super, like superficial. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dishwasher. If you guys can hear that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Your sings a song to you. It's a very Canadian thing.
2: It's like my dryer. It just goes and goes. But, yeah. Uh,
0: Okay. So we define what it is. I think it's a kind of a shallower level of conversation that may be used to connect people or find common ground. Right. I like
3: to assess safety. I think it assesses safety. Assessing safety. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's actually a really huge part of it. Like, yeah. Can I, yeah, like response. you said, Ryan, can I actually open up to this person or not? And whether or not it's about for mm, like safety, like are they gonna respond in a way that's supportive versus, but also are they able to handle what I might say to them, right? Like if something, if I'm going through something heavy hearted and share that with them, are they able to hold that? Or is it now that I need to take care of them because now they're upset or not, yeah. they don't know what to do with that or they feel uncomfortable? Like, yeah, but sure. do you think assess you assess like, the time
2: because sometimes it might that would play a role assessing safety, but sometimes it might be like, I actually don't care to talk about deep stuff right now, or yeah, I don't yeah. need to go there right now, I'm happy to just keep it.
1: But I think it's um, like over time, mm. so if this is someone who's a work colleague and you have interactions and you kind of pick up on the cues or how they respond. Mm -hmm. And then you might have a a conversation that's a bit more personal, but not too personal. Mm -hmm. And you see how that goes. And then what do you know now? Maybe you guys hang out or do something after work and you might share a little bit deeper. Yeah, like I think you're constantly kind of like, can I go there with this person? You might
2: be able to go there quicker. Yeah. Easier.
1: Yeah.
0: That's that's a value so can or should we get better at it is there is there a way for us to improve our like you talk about the people who really really dislike it and really have a hard time with it can we improve our, our yeah. small talk skills and is that even important for us to do
1: i think you can i think mean, again i just practice yeah you have to have more of them but I mean, you can also like prepare for them if you know that you're not very good at it like you can prep yourself with Some questions. three, four, five things that you're, these are going to be your topics for tonight. And, uh, you know, you're going to this party and you have these, you ask these three, four five things, get into those. And then once that's done, you exit and you can practice that. And then the next person kind of go into those. Are you talking about like
0: news topics or like, uh, like
2: how my work is going? Oh, this is how, where I'm living yeah. is going. Things like that. Or, um, if so you traveled, people often ask
1: like, what have you been up to lately? And then people are like oh i don't know right like i get caught in that too and they're like what have you been up to i'm like lots of stuff but i couldn't tell you what like i haven't my brain's not accessing that information right so if you've already prepared that question but also your response like oh i went to this concert or um i went out to the restaurant or i read this book or Mm -hmm. like whatever it might be you're prepared to answer yeah
3: no i, I agree it's good i think um people's adversity or that when people don't like small talk likely because they've had poor experiences doing so yeah. so i really do think that connection of any form as off, as your face-to-face connection is very important right? mm-hmm. but yeah totally asking the right questions right because if you ask the right questions then people will start talking and then you find little windows to maybe share some more personal stuff yeah. yourself right or um, interesting little tidbits information so for instance the more recent one would be do you have any trips planned this summer yeah and some people you know we'll talk about usually there's something going on in summertime and coming hopefully coming out of this pandemic so
1: yeah. and they'll share if they don't have travel plans why that is like they're
3: yeah, yeah
1: it won't just be a one-word
3: answer no it's a window and it opens up lots of yeah. prospects from there right
4: yeah.
0: yeah yeah it's interesting because i i I don't have any problem. I can do small talk, but there are times when I, I also don't mind going to a deeper level pretty quickly if I need to. So I remember I was at the, uh, a family member's wedding um, several years back. And, and there were people there that I you know semi-knew but didn't know very well. But I felt it was okay for me. And, and of course, I'm a psychologist, so I'm, I'm used to deep conversations. But just sitting down with someone that I kind of know maybe was introduced to, but doesn't know where, but just saying, so tell me your story, you know? So tell me, tell me about you, right? Which is really inviting a deep, much deeper connection than just, let's talk about the weather or what sports teams do you like or something like that. But I don't, I don't feel like that, I, I don't feel like it was threatening. And I
3: actually had really great conversations with these people as a result. Um, well, Senator, you presented that question very nice as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's as a safety year. Yeah, it's like at
0: the at friendly, a friendly. Yeah. It's not a very festive occasion, that sort of thing. And it's just like, so tell me your story. Tell me who. Tell me who you are. And sometimes I think it's possible to just go sure. go go there. Uh, again, there's kind of a built-in safety with the setting, but um,
1: yeah, there's already like a filter. Some filters have already been put in place there.
0: Yeah, some some filters, mm-hmm. some some safety boundaries have been put in there. But this—the whole question of how do you deepen something, right? If you're done talking about the weather, you're done talking about TV shows or Netflix, or whatever you're going to talk about, or even travel. You know, can you get to a different place? You know, um, I know some 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 online person talking about how instead of asking what does someone do, asking them what are they passionate about. Mm-hmm. It's a nice question to ask, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just your, you know, your career path, which some people are great with, and some people don't. Even. What are you passionate about? What are you actually more? Mm. So the, these are deepening questions, I think, that we can ask to, to take us past the small talk, yeah. right? Cool. Totally.
1: Yeah, I'm a fan of that. I think I've mentioned it on podcasts before, but I like to ask people, "What do you do for fun?" Oh. And, uh, yeah. And throws people off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like fun. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah. then they come up with something. Yeah.
3: But there's a tendency, though. To talk about what do you do for work?
1: Yeah,
3: I remember traveling in Europe, for instance. And I didn't get asked that question too often. It's more, you know, what do you do for fun? Or, you know, where you, you know, it's more like how are you? Yeah. Um, versus what do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. There's um, I think part two, like, so I there's this local group. They to go on hikes and stuff, and they created an opportunity, something called Real Talks, where you can go at six in the morning at a coffee shop in Vancouver and you're there to kind of
0: six in the morning
2: yeah it was really early it's a before (laughs) work for people thing it was ridiculous yeah um but they're there to kind of be like i think a lot of people too you know they Mm. they might not be doing great or they might have a lot of things going on but people don't talk about those things a lot unless Mm -hmm. maybe with people close to them or you know how are you oh i'm fine but how are you really oh actually Mm. well i kind of had a tough day but people think people don't want to hear about that But they came here and they, you know, you go on dyads with people you've never met and they pose questions. um, Whether what are your worries in life? Like, what do you think your barriers are to get in? And what are your hopes and things like that? And it's scripted or. Just whatever yeah, you whatever, yeah, yeah they kind of pose it as the group like the, the two people leading mm-hmm. but you kind of are now sitting with someone who you don't have that sense of safety with but the same the safety is that this is a place of non-judgment mm-hmm. and maybe like we're here to just talk about this stuff but it was interesting and that really appealed to me because I think I liked the yeah I think there's a lot of people the sentiment I got was mm-hmm. that a lot of people want to talk about this stuff but they feel like maybe alone in that or that other people might not want to talk about that stuff so i think you can curate these opportunities or ask those questions and i think people want to talk about it so but that was a there was no small talk there you literally just yeah. jumped yeah. Into, uh, and opposite. you know and they had to make sure there's yeah there's yeah. other things there that you're like hey guys have to be careful when these things come up and stuff like that but it was just that was different i felt like that was the uh, opposite opposite of small talk
3: but We've been talking about uh, asking lots of questions, getting the other person to talk. Uh, some people don't approach it that way, though. They get talking, right? Mm-hmm. And they carry the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, I guess, a different approach. But uh, I think we're approaching it the other way, saying, have the right questions to right. like, deepen the, the conversation. Room full of therapists here. Exactly. Yeah. And some
2: people want the attention, on them. So they're, I have all these questions so I can.
3: Not some people talk. like to talk about That's true. Yeah what they're up to and what they're doing
2: Yeah.
0: maybe that's maybe that's yeah a follow-up to that is like how how do you allow yourself to go a little deeper how do you not just deepening another person's uh level of conversation but how do you yourself feel comfortable enough to take that risk right and what's stopping you from doing so
3: and stopping you from doing so right mm. uh, yeah i think when you talk about like if it's People say, yeah, how are you? I'm fine. But if you actually share a bit more of a challenge that you experienced that day or say, actually, it's been a pretty tough day. Something really cool happens. If you talk about a more difficult thing, they often say, yeah, I often feel that way, too. Totally. So I think that's a a way to deepen it is when you are the first one to talk about that difficult or challenging topic first. It doesn't have to be a hitter and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But in a... I should say calculated way, but not in a gigantic way Like you're unloading or unleashing on someone. But uh, yeah, but again, some really cool happens. They start talking about their anxiety and what's going on in their lives.
2: Ryan, I remember in DC, you were really good with that kind of going to those funner questions. We'd go out for dinner and you'd be like, "Hmm, what character do you think you'd be in the wizard of Oz or, or what do you think? Like you'd go like, yeah if you could write a book what would it be about like you kind of had these questions yeah. it was interesting because yeah. like, you'd be like cool like we're not just i don't know it kind of goes somewhere different and you have Typical. thinking
3: about different things and be like oh yeah. well, what would i huh. yeah we're just trying to make small talk with them so we can <laughs> just... work the room and do a tour and come down <laughs> <laughs> and here he is. I, I like that 12 yeah. years
2: later yeah. however long it's been because uh, I've heard about people having dinner parties and you can have everyone put their phones away and you could actually have like instead of name cards you could have a question yeah. that you could ask people and so it's about yeah, yeah I don't know because I think a lot of people even their family and friends you might not know their particular beliefs on certain things or where they yeah what their passions are like I think we especially mm. if we see each other, all the time we don't really have a lot of those conversations of how it is life for you right now and yeah what do you look forward to doing one day or yeah what are you passionate about anyways it's a
0: great point back to the the, the point of the the risk right i mean there's there's a safety piece of like as you're, as you're trying to maybe deepen it a little bit you're like okay we're finding similar areas but and i know in the last two or three years four wait seven or eight years this has been a much bigger deal it's like Oh, what if I ask a question and I find out that you're very different yeah. from me, or we're very politically or ideologically opposed to one another? And like, I'd rather not go there, Go there. rather yeah. not know that because you know, maybe let's just keep it more superficial so that we don't have to. you know, the old yes. trope of like, you know, you don't talk about religion or politics and, and, and uh, with family or if in polite company, yeah. But sometimes that's a big part of knowing someone, right.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's an interesting little dance. Sure. No, I, I agree. I think it's important to have that, those conversations and dialogue. There was a psychologist there, I forget his name right now, Bill Dur- Doherty, William Doherty, yeah. maybe. And that was this whole thing is bringing people together with different ideological views and uh, creating these, these moments to connect on a more personal level. And it was leading to more tolerance and understanding and more compassion for someone who has different views than you. But it can be draining. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We have to have willing participants, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to have people whose whose idea is is more about understanding the other than it is converting the other, making them something like about just join me in what I believe. Yeah. Validate me, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's so lots to it. There's lots to it. What's more about here? Uh, what's more about this question here? Okay, yeah. Um, is, what do you think someone can do? Let's, let's put it into more practical context here. Like you're in a uh, in a social situation and there's small talk, you know, you're in a very small talk sort of place. Should you just avoid those? Should you try to get more comfortable with the small talk? Should you try to deepen it? Or what do you think is, you just know yourself as this individual differences here?
3: I, I would encourage people to um, become better at it. I think it's a gateway to greater, bigger things. There's a lot of rewards. Possible outcomes that can come from that.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. Your relationships aren't going to deepen if you avoid them.
3: Yeah, I don't think avoidance is the way to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're sure. at home by yourself because, well, a bunch of people are gathering that you were invited to, you declined it. Because um, the possibility. Because of, of the possibility awkward. of feeling awkward from small talk. Yeah. You're, like you're missing out on shared experiences, jokes, m- moments. Um, eventually those invitations stop. Like the relationships weaken. They don't strengthen. Mm.
3: Yeah. But to your point, that conversation could deepen. And I think that goes both ways. You can't just put out the other person to mm-hmm. yeah. deepen that conversation. I think if you have like even you had a great example of that. Tell me a bit about yourself or yeah. You know, get, what are you about? Yeah. yeah. What's your passion? What do you like to do for fun?
1: Yeah. And then that circles back to have three, four, five questions.
3: Yeah. Wow. When I was saying safety before, I think the context I was using it was more people you don't know. It's like, who is this new person? What are they mm-hmm. gonna like? Gotcha. You know, uh Mm-hmm. it could be some awkward tra- tra- uh, moments in the past usually um in our children our teenage years especially there could be some dynamics there that sometimes our nervous system gets a little escalated when there's people there that you don't know
4: yeah
3: um but actually small talk is you, you get a sense of what a person's like and from there you can have these great conversations the end of it say wow this, would, this is you know a good person there I look forward to connecting with them again right yeah it's
0: very true yeah and that's that's the idea of the I guess the finding the common ground or or having that that sort of I have many friends where where yeah our our small talk kind of became not the basis for the relationship but like a fallback on the relationship like small talking with somebody realizing oh you like movie quotes from the 80s and 90s so that's just kind of something we fall back on right yeah or oh you're uh fan of the sports team that i'm a fan of too okay great we can always talk about that yeah. but maybe we can that could be like a entry point but we can always go to somewhere deeper yeah yeah for sure does just to to go to the psychology piece to this uh, do you think social anxiety has a uh a, a grip in this area as well like does it have, play a role for some people when it comes to small talk yes Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't, I was thinking of like, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. I just, uh, yeah, I don't see how could it not, I feel like it, these concerns that even the awkwardness that we acknowledge, and we don't have social anxiety, I think it's just tenfold for someone who already feels awkward in those situations, and the idea of one-to-one conversations with people they don't know, is tough, and you hear that a lot with teens, and just being, yeah, having to, I don't know, Meet people a lot of stuff online and having those face to face conversations is extra hard. And sure, I think anxiety would play
3: a role for sure. Big time, yeah, yeah. Again, anxiety is the anticipation of harm and danger. Mm -hmm. So you're anticipating that this interaction is not going to go well because, likely in the past, it hasn't gone well. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe information Mm -hmm. you shared was used against you, or maybe there's it's cliquey, or this often stems from something, right? So you're going into it, and your nervous system is trying to convince you that this is can be dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Be cautious, maybe avoid, or keep yourself, right? I like um, it. Anxiety is the anticipation of harm and danger. Mm-hmm. So social anxiety is anticipation that, you know, yeah, it's gonna be dangerous to connect with someone. Right? Mm-hmm. Body's trying to warn you because, again, it's probably some feeling memories or body memories that are similar from the past, right? Absolutely. But again, if there is social anxiety, what is our, our approach clinically is often to help, um, help people from spiraling or, or, or avoiding and, you know, teaching those Mason techniques to help calm their bodies and, and easing into those social interactions, right? Starting off with some safe, safer ones and trying to deepen those. Or Yeah. But I, I don't think the, the approach should be to, to avoid those interactions completely.
0: True uh what you were talking about earlier brooke about kind of having three or four or five questions or topics i think that's that's valuable um to maybe as a starting point yeah uh, i've known people i've worked with clients before where that like they feel like they need to almost have a script going into something and that that's just not the way that social interactions go you yeah. know you can't really pre-write everything you're going to say at a party because the spontaneity and the in the moment stuff is really such a part of it so i do think that yeah it's good to have a few of those questions or something in your pocket you Mm -hmm. know just in case
1: there's like it falls flat one of the questions falls flat now there's an awkward silence
2: yes what do you do yeah Uh, you have a
1: question number two
2: yeah go
0: for it and it might not even happen
1: you might not even get to question number two or question one
0: you might not right but but it's a good fallback yeah but other than that, I think it is more about sort of trying your best to, to step out of the self-consciousness and just yeah. be, be there in the in the moment with people yeah. and like bouncing back a little bit of the social stuff and
1: be curious, oh, yeah. ask questions,
3: be curious. Yeah. You know, it's kind of odd is that uh, gossip is a mode of connection. Yes. And uh, oh, often, mind, yeah. often helps people with small talk because it gives something to talk about. Totally, um, But it actually serves a purpose for people because it helps build a connection with that person. So talking about someone else becomes that uh, yeah. point of connection. Well, Brittany
1: Brown brought that up, right? With, when she was at the symposium, not gossip, but mm-hmm. that people bond over things that they dislike. Mm-hmm. So if you find it's not just like bonding over shared interest, it's bonding over things that, yeah. Yeah you dislike
3: yeah so you see that sometimes so, so did you hear about this so and so i'm like yeah i did hear about it and then yeah. before i know it, you're communicating and connecting so be conscious about that too don't contradict your values or yeah or talk to other people who are not there That i can definitely come back to bite you
0: yeah yeah i'm good you talked about the there's a there's a big downside to gossiping right that is that you are yeah you're kind of spreading some toxicity in the world there. Right. Mm -hmm. It may, may help you to bond with that person in that moment, but boy, there's, uh, I don't want
2: to encourage it.
0: It could come back to bite you big time. Yeah. Including even if you guys are both, I mean, you've just seen these scenarios too many times, you know, we're both talking about this person, but it turns out that they're friends with that other person. And now that turns back on you. It just, it just gets ugly quickly.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So, Keeping it Canadian and positive is probably better.
1: (laughs) You could talk about what you heard on the mental health boot camp podcast.
0: Hey, here we are. That's one of the public services we're providing—is giving you content to talk about at your social interactions each week.
2: Or join a book club. Join a book club. (laughs) And you'll have gives you a point
1: uh, point of conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, really, just having something something going on, whether it's reading a book or traveling or watching a TV show, I guess is something too. Yeah. What about Stranger Things? Yeah. Have you looked
1: up any other Kate Bush songs or music videos?
3: Hmm. Nope. Pretty interesting. They're pretty
1: interesting. Pretty
3: pretty interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah. But like, yeah, I like the fact you have a a couple of few questions um with the you know using the travel one again do you have any trips planned this summer you're always looking for something else other nuggets information they can ask a follow-up question on or jump in there and talk about your experience too right Mm -hmm. so it's a starting place that can get to a very to a deeper place right so it doesn't have to be a big in-depth question at first but you'll kind of get there through, through that line of
0: I think the idea of practice is important and, and like yeah. viewing this as a growth process and a practice process like you can learn how to do small talk. Yeah. Because even the curiosity thing, it, there's a little nuance to that. I mean, people can feel interrogated or put on the spot, you know, well, where are you traveling this summer? Well, what day are you going? What time are you going to yeah. be there? What's yeah. what's that going to be? Why are you going there? You know, yeah. there could be, there's a lot in the delivery and in the, the intent. there. Type that,
1: of question. Type of
0: question. Sure. Opposed
1: to like, Oh, have you been there before? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you like about there? I've never been there. What's that like? or just a little yeah, feeling
0: that just, what's going to be the best in that yeah, moment? Yeah. Um, for sure. But I do think it is it is a skill that can be honed.
1: Yeah. And I feel like um, I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking about it and maybe this answers my question that I had for you about what's the difference like the pool party this weekend versus if it was someone, you know, a party where you haven't seen someone for a year. Maybe not though. Anyway, I was just thinking about um, maybe small talk doesn't really feel like small talk. Maybe it feels like a deeper conversation when both parties are truly invested in the conversation. Hmm. Like authenticity, genuineness, Mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. I'm here now. Like, I I wonder if that's part of it. You could have like a very similar conversation with two different people. Like somebody who maybe is being split minded, something's running on in the back of their heads. Um, they're there because they want to connect, like they they need to be there versus wanting to be there and seeing how you are. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. I feel like it, it feels different. Mm-hmm. Like when someone That's is true. really present and they sit down and they say, how are you? Like, haven't seen you in a while. How are you? How that's are true. you doing? Versus someone saying, who's I like, about you. yeah, yeah. Versus the the person who's kind of fluttering around the party, and they're like, oh, hey, haven't seen you. How are you? How, yeah, how are yeah. things going? Yeah, that's true. And you can tell that they're there, but they're not fully
3: present. Yeah.
1: If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Or, or if like drinks are involved, so they're yeah. another reason they're not fully present.
3: but I think you're you're speaking about attitude there too. An intent. Like you actually are, like a. Uh, we saw our cousin yesterday, Joanna's cousin. Um, because it was dropping around and whatnot, I don't think we had any most in depth conversations, no. but I still feel, and I'm sure he feels too, that he felt the interactions we did have were very positive, right? Yeah. And uh it was really good to see him, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think that attitude that you really want to learn about someone, yeah. The curiosity.
1: Like I want to be here with you.
3: Yeah, I care about you, I care. I'm gonna give you my undivided mm. attention. I'm not gonna just look scan the room to see who else is here or look at my phone. Yeah. Room. So it's the feeling, right? And
1: being an active yeah, listener. Sort of and yeah. 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 Mm. I think that plays into it.
0: I think it does. and I'll throw up one other piece to this too, which is I think it's it might be a little safer for some people to put out an invitation, even if you don't need to mean for them to deliver on it right now right you could say hey i'd love to know what your passions are someday you know if you're ever interested let's talk about that yeah you know? i'd love to know what makes you tick you know i'd love to hear your life story sometime you know maybe sometime that can happen then you're not putting them on the spot to have to deliver right now you're also showing some interest yeah and in saying yeah i'd be willing to go there maybe they will take you up on it right now but maybe not you know yeah yeah but just even again having that invitation and that curiosity i think is it's worthwhile yeah shows that, that that you're curious and interested and genuinely genuinely right yeah, exactly. and actually meaning it yeah
1: and so i think yeah it's kind of almost like yeah the depth of your own emotional state going in mm-hmm. has something to do with it
4: yeah yeah
1: so i think sometimes yeah superficial small talk if somebody if you're literally just like wasting time yeah Feels really hollow, but if you're doing small talk on this, like I am here now, kind of vibe, then it, it feels deeper.
2: Mm-hmm. Or I even... think I've experienced a bit of both of those. Yeah, because there could be, I think, at the parties, and there's people I look forward to seeing a lot, and we're both we're not distracted. But sometimes you're just like, you don't even know where to start, or just still, mm-hmm. so, still sometimes feels like we just haven't seen each other, and how much do we actually talk about right now, and is that even what our friendship is mm-hmm. like these days? So yeah, I guess to, I I see what you mean. Mm -hmm. And I think, but I also think there's other, so you can have that engagement, but also you're like, okay, well, nice talking to you give and yeah. give him a hug. Good to see you. And like, that's just going to be all it is. Yeah, okay. Even if we both tried really hard in that, but I think that seems
3: just... like you're uh, a recent experience here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think there's, I think it's hard. to think if There's people you want to connect with and you have, might have big expectations for it and it just might not play out. or Yeah. And that's okay too.
0: And That could be commented on too. Like, oh, it doesn't look like we were able to really, uh, Get a moment to really yeah. catch up this time, but I hope we can do that again in the future. Yeah.
3: And kind of put, put words to that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but also, like uh, I, I like what you mentioned there, saying, "Hey, it would be nice to sit down with you more." But that might not put be that up there. yeah but That also might not be realistic. You're like it was really nice to connect with you right yeah. now, and we may see you in the future. I'm not quite sure.
2: Oh, you so. a lot of those. We should get together. Oh, yeah. We should- it it'd be great to see each other more. And then
3: maybe the intention is a very good one, but yeah. you're, you're busy. So again, trying to assess it and say, is this someone, do I actually have time to be yeah. and connect with this person?
2: You yeah. can't have deep friendships with everyone.
3: You can't. and that's it. So then
2: maybe it's like, this is just going to be someone you see every now and then, and that could be great well, and meaningful in itself.
3: You build on what you talked yeah. about the time before. And, yeah. Yeah. Up lots Different of layers. Friends yeah. And friends, right?
2: Yeah.
0: It's a big difference between we should get together sometime and we should get together oh what are you doing the week after next on Tuesday night or whatever exactly. you know exactly that's a big difference, a difference yeah. and there's more much more investment involved that yeah. Time, right? yeah that is true so how about this weather
2: <laughs> I know <laughs> should we talk about the weather And the traffic on the way to Staples.
0: Uh well uh, this was a great topic Joe thank you for bringing it up good job ones. good job
2: thank you Ryan I feel for...
0: feel closer for having discussed this on a deeper level with you this is good uh all right so I guess that'll be it I'll, I'll be signing off from Canada I'll be back in the states next time we do this so yep uh but hey great to see you guys in person wonderful to be in the same room together. Oh my gosh, so much fun.
2: So good, we did it. We did
0: it, we did it, we did it. So that's it for now, like, and subscribe. Check us out on-
1: Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and Podbean.
0: And yeah. send us, drop us an email on our Facebook page. And, uh, and that's it for now. Go forth and have bunch of small talk and deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. See y'all later.